Good morning. Thank you for joining this morning. Practice of being aware of awareness. It's good to be with you. So there's always two places from which meditation can originate. And it doesn't really matter. Actually, it does not matter from where it originates because we're always destined to return. Whether it begins from this sense of a person, a meditator who wants something slightly different, more peace, more ease, more clarity, or whether it starts from the heart, which is in touch with the fact that all is well that life can be trusted and that meditation is just a further invitation to let go into that. Either place allows a softening, a deepening. So perhaps we just check in on how you could say life is playing through us right now. There's some kind of dense sense of a person. Perhaps that Eckhart Tolle calls it the pain body is feeding. <laughs> There's uncomfortableness. Mind is just very, very busy. There may even be a, a desire to surrender and a, and a sense that it just isn't being given right now. It's just not available. The mind may say you can't, you need this to be this certain way or you don't know how to get rid of this feeling or it's just unacceptable. You can't accept what's here right now. And the opportunity is to accept that. To resolve to be with that. To open to that. How does that feel? Where do I feel that in my body? And yes, it's a loop. And yes, we've been here before. And yes, there's a desire to transcend. And yet, the way out is always through. 
So perhaps we can notice that there is something here robustly present that indeed has the capacity to be with all the iterations of how life is arising. There's a place in each of us that is untouched by the content of our experience. And we can hold both at the same time. We can notice what experience is bringing on the relative plane, the changeful, the temporary. Even if mind says it's been here too long and it's never gonna leave. We have an intuitive knowing that if it can be described, it's an object and all objects have a beginning and an end. And there's something here that we do not experience as having a beginning and an end. And that's that place of peace, just below the mind, behind the mind, prior to mind. So as we let go of attention to the content of experience, we take that familiar trip home, softening that which is of the head and welcoming that which is of the heart, the heart that can hold it all, heart that is ongoingly opening, being with, loving everything as the temporary expression of life, moment to moment. Maybe we can see thoughts like, like birds chirping, or planes passing overhead. Something to notice, open to be with. And watch dissolve back out of being.
And every time we do that, we give ourselves a direct experience of transcending mind. Transcending thought. Piercing that soap bubble of illusion. That that has anything to do with us. that that has pertinent information. About what we truly are. We just allow this attention to fall back. Away from what's being watched and onto what's watching. Trusting that our truly our only function here is to observe. So we shift from believing, getting involved, to observing, to being with, witness consciousness. That which not only watches the whole show, but embraces it as the show that it is. What if surrendering to what is was as simple as simply observing, resting attention on that which is naturally here, open, present, available? And extraordinarily spacious. We're not only looking at spaciousness, 
We're looking from spaciousness, are we not? Maybe get a sense of just how spacious. This what is, is. The myriad sounds, textures, colors, tastes. Just the variety of the touch sense right now. Even if you're sitting perfectly still. You know what your feet are resting against. You know the position. You know the feel of your legs. Not only against whatever they're resting, but the feel of the clothes on them. feel your back and your shoulders, your arms. You know exactly how your hands feel right now, what they're touching. Hell, you instantly know the position of your tongue. Mine makes you a little 3D picture. You don't have to walk over to the mirror, open your mouth and look at your tongue. Mind renders that. what the tongue's leaning against, what's around it, the different areas where it's in contact with the mouth or the teeth. We can feel the moisture and the warmth whether it's moving or whether it's still. There's space for all those sensations. And the spaciousness can still be described as empty, open, available. Get a sense of the freedom that sensation has to just rise up and through. The freedom that sound has. We didn't turn on our, our 
sound perceptors this morning, right? We didn't plug in the audio cord. We're just ongoingly receiving. Because the spaciousness just is. The spaciousness in each of us is untouched by the content of our experience. We don't ever get full. Spaciousness doesn't ever close off and say, enough, enough, this is way too crammed. You could even say that there's an infinite amount of space in the spaciousness that we are. Infinite in that can't be found to have a beginning or an end. So maybe we look to see if we can find a beginning to the spaciousness that we are. Where there's like spaciousness, lots of it, lots of it. Oh, and then kind of hit this patch where there's absolutely no space. And we, of course, we don't give it to mind to think about. We actually investigate with our inner looking. Can we find the beginning point of this spaciousness? Conversely, can we can we find an endpoint where it goes on and on and on and then just drops off? Are you not looking at, if you're following along with this looking, infinite spaciousness?
So are you looking at infinite spaciousness? As we look at infinite spaciousness, can we get the sense that the more we look, the more spacious the infiniteness is known as? You know, it's almost as if it's expanding, but can infinity expand? I don't know that infinity can expand, but can our knowingness of infinity expand? Can our perception of the infinite become greater and greater? Can we find a boundary, a limit, a partition, a, a division? Can we find any sense of separation? In this infinite spaciousness? Thank you. 
So as we sense into this infinite spacious spaciousness, it has no limits, no boundaries, no divisions, no partitions. What is it that sees this infinite spacious spaciousness? Put another way, where are you looking from? What sees the spacious, infinite spaciousness? And if there's a sense of a you who's quite pleased to see all this, maybe we turn attention around and see if we can see the seer. Look for the looker. Can a seer be seen? Can the observer be observed? Now seeing, observing is happening, right? We can confirm that. And there may even be a sense of a seer or a sense of an observer. But can that seer be seen? Can that observer be observed?
So something is perceiving all this inner and outer world and this infinite spaciousness, which seems to defy inner and outer. Can you perceive this one that is perceiving? Can we rest in the question? Can we even abandon attempts to get an answer? Can we feel into the, perhaps the body giving some uncomfortableness cues? when faced with a question that does not know the answer to. Can we allow the I don't know mind to just be? Can we just allow the question to become a living thing inside of us? Can the perceiver be perceived? Can the observer be observed?
Are you that which is looking? Or are you that in which looking is happening? Are you that which is observing? Or are you actually that in which observing is happening? And the opportunity is to Allow the question to just kind of be. You know, in most of life, you ask a question, a question is posed, and mind is just naturally trained to give an answer, any answer. Can we notice that may happen, but let that go? Know that the mind's answers are not our answers. And instead, just return to the question. In essence, resting in the question without seeking for answers. Trusting that if answers are to be, they too will be a natural part of the observing, of the seeing, of the perceiving. So we just lay down all efforting. except perhaps if it takes effort to stay alert. To remain keenly aware. That we're resting in the question. Can the perceiver be perceived? Can the observer be observed?
So for me, at some point, it kind of feels like something short circuits and I get this sense of being disoriented, like can't remember the question. And then I ask, who can't remember the question? What observes that? I don't try to go backwards. I just stay with whatever the experience is and inquire into that. What knows there's a sense of forgetting? What perceives some uncomfortableness with remaining in a in an I don't know state. Can we really be fully willing to embrace the mystery? by endeavoring to get comfortable with the uncomfortableness of not knowing.
So again, we'll just ask the question and we just kind of let it go. We let it sink in like a, a pebble in a lake. Can the perceiver be perceived? So something's perceiving the sound of an airplane, cacophony of the birds. That's being perceived. And there's a sense of a perceiver. Can the perceiver, that which there's a sense of being here, can the perceiver actually be perceived? Can we confirm that while perceiving can be known, can be perceived, right? So let's start with the object. So there's a sound of a bird that can be perceived. And there's a sense of the perceiving that's ongoing to hear the bird, right? The sound of the bird's not not self-perceiving. That's the object. There must be a subject that perceives it. We can get a sense of that, that perceiving is happening. So what is it that sees the perceiver? What is it that knows this perceiving that's ongoing?
you can't find that as an object. But we can be that. And the opportunity is to be that knowingly. Because in fact, <laughs> we can't we can't not be it. We can't confuse ourselves out of reality. We can simply not knowingly be reality. We are the reality that is ongoingly knowing. And knowing that there's knowing ongoing. So when we ask, can we know the knower? Can we confirm the answer is N-O. I cannot know it as an object, but yes, I can know it as what I am, as what is. And another word for that is reality. That which is always in the same condition, same state, no matter what time, space, conditions, it is absolutely changeless. Always here, now, available. But we can't know it as an object because it doesn't have a beginning and an end. It doesn't have a form, it doesn't have an outline. It doesn't have boundaries where we can say it's here but not there. It starts in this place, but it ends before we get to this other place. It can only be known by what it actually is. Which is knowing itself. Can we confirm that in our direct experience? Can we feel into that? Can we allow the knowingness to be known as the beingness? 
and the beingness to be known as the light of pure knowing. We are the light of pure knowing. We are divine expression. expressing as this knowing of divinity. We are the light of God, knowing God's light. our source knowing itself through this experience of a body-mind organism. And the ongoing invitation is to be still and know.
And that concludes our hour together. <laughs>